Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 6. So last time, Jesus started out this section, this sermon, with the Beatitudes, with their corresponding woes. And just to sum up what those Beatitudes and woes were about, is he said, blessed are those who are lacking. And the idea is, if I'm lacking, then I'm going to go to God for the help that I need. But woe to those who have plenty. And the idea is, if I have too much, then I might not consider that I need God. And, I, and that becomes a false sense of security. But then he launches into this whole section, and this section, the remaining section that we're going to be talking about today, he's talking about our relationship with our enemies and how we are to interact with those who we consider enemies in our life. And that's when he said, verse 31, which we did cover last time, but it's the golden rule, so we have to cover it twice, right? And it says, and just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. So Jesus tells us to be proactive in the way that we would want men to treat us. He's not saying live and let live. And I think as Americans and individuals and individualistic society, we think I want to be left alone, so I'm going to leave other people alone. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the way we interpret this rule. But that's not what he's saying. He's saying this is an active imperative. I want you to go out and consider how you'd want to be treated by other people And then I want you to actively go out and do that to perform that for those other people. Treat other people like that. The other problem is is when we think about what we might want others to do for us, we don't tend to think about anybody but our, our family. It's like I wake up in the morning, it's like, I bet my wife would really like a cup of coffee. And so I go and make her a cup of coffee, you know, or I bet my kids would like me not to yell at them. So I'm not going to yell at them because I don't want to be yelled at, so I'm not going to yell at them. And that's all good and well, but that's not exactly what he's talking about. Notice here in the next verse, verse 32, but if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. Now, maybe you're thinking, and this is what I'm thinking, I have a hard enough time doing that stuff for people I like, (laughs) let alone the people I don't like and the people that I would consider to be my enemies. But notice what Jesus says If you just do good things to people you like, what credit is that to you? What reward is there going to be for that? None is what he's saying. In other words, I'm not going to get credit. And and it's interesting, this word credit is is not what you think. You know, you think a credit is, you know, I don't know, some sort of treasure in heaven or something like that. And it probably is. but, But this word is actually the word in the Greek, charis. Can anybody tell me what charis is in the Greek? you Greek scholars out there? 
pretty popular word, charis, anybody? It's the word grace. By charis, we've been saved through faith. It's grace. And grace, of course, can mean unmerited favor, and that's the way we like to interpret it. That's the way Martin Luther really pushed it. But grace can also mean divide and help, undeserved reward, deserved reward, you know, reward that you deserve, a reward you get for doing something, as well as that which produces joy in your life. These are all definitions of this word. So when we help those who are enemies, God gives us supernatural grace to do it, help to do it. He rewards us for it. And as a result, he produces joy for having done it. What's more is it gives us a chance to be a witness and a light to the person who needs Jesus probably more than anybody else, right? And so there's such a benefit from all of this. Years ago, we had a neighbor who was really angry with us. There was a Bible study, you see, and, and all these cars were parked along the road out here, and some of them parked in front of his house. And so he came over the next day just lit up, you know, just so angry. He's like, you know, they're going to run over my sprinklers, and, you know, I didn't sign up for this, and I, you know, all this stuff. And we're like, oh, man, he's really angry. And so we kind of got together, and like, what are we going to do for this guy? And, and we thought, well, we'll slash his tires. No, we didn't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, we, we thought, you know what? Let's go down to the, the true value. We got a gift certificate for 50 bucks. Lacey cooked up a big platter of cookies, and we all went over there with these cookies, and we said, hey, buddy, we're really sorry about your sprinklers. We're going to make sure nobody ever parks over here again. Here's some cookies just to say, hey, we love you. Thank you for being our neighbor and giving this gift certificate. Well, he ended up coming back, and he, oh, you didn't break into my sprinklers. I was just being cranky. And he gave us the gift certificate back, but he kept the cookies. And, and that, that's what was the point, is to try to win somebody over who's your enemy. And, and now we have a good relationship between us and this neighbor. And that's the way, as Christians, we're supposed to be. We had a situation, we very first started church 20 years ago, actually. We, had, we were meeting in this Heritage Place clubhouse behind Albertsons. It's now a house, I think. But it used to be a clubhouse for that neighborhood right there. And we left one day, and I guess somebody came in after us and left a mess. And they thought that we had done it. And so when we came in, we got this nasty gram. I mean, it was this really nasty letter. And, you know, if you guys want to stay here. You know, and, you know, some of the people were like, well, let's go give them the what for. And I was like, no, let's clean it up. And let's tell them we're going to make sure that we leave it as good as possible every day. And, you know, we're sorry for that. And then we left them a gift. And so then that guy started coming to our church services while we were there anyway. And so that's the whole point, is to try to win people over to your side and to love people. And so it says in verse 35, But love your enemies. Do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return. Oh, that's, is that how you, when you lend? I hope they don't pay me back. You know, that's what he's saying. And, and your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind, notice this, to the unthankful and evil Therefore, be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. You don't see this behavior very often, and not even, honestly, you don't really see this often in the church. When somebody feels they've been wronged, they just get nasty about it. What does it mean to love your enemies? You, you know, you think about that. Well, if I felt love for them, then I wouldn't have an enemy, and I wouldn't feel like they were my enemy. But he's not talking about your feelings. This has nothing to do with feelings. What he's saying is be loving toward your enemies because this is a verb, not a feeling. When he's, he's saying this here, he's saying love in the sense of act out in love 
toward them. The same way he says, be merciful. And it's, it's also be loving. You know, we can't feel our way into obedience or into following Jesus. We have to follow Jesus and obey into our feelings. You understand that? You're not going to feel like it. If you're waiting around to feel like loving your enemy, it's never going to come. If you're waiting around to feel like I want to obey, it's never going to come. It, it actually is something you discipline yourself. Now, remember who Jesus is talking to here? He's talking to his disciples. And the idea of disciple is somebody who is disciplining themselves to become like their master, right? And then, so that's what he's doing. You know, you act out lovingly towards them, and it's an act of faith. Well, wait a minute. I, I thought that we weren't supposed to act like we love people. Well, okay, let me just talk about that. Romans chapter 12, verse 9 says this, let love be without hypocrisy. Don't be a hypocrite, you know. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Well, as you probably know, the word hypocrisy, hypocritus, means to put on a mask or to act. So what's the difference? We are to act out in love toward people, but not act like we love people, being fake about it. See what I'm saying? You don't act, oh yeah, I love you so much, and then go and slander them behind their back. We act out lovingly toward them, even if we don't like them, even if we have a problem with them. Notice again, verse 35, he says, your reward will be great. There's that credit, right? And you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore, be merciful just as your father also is merciful. How is God kind and merciful to the unthankful and the evil? How, how is that? Well, Romans chapter 5 tells us this. It says in Romans chapter 5, verse 6 through 8, For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. And that's us, man, right? We were ungodly, and, and many of you, and, and myself as well, there were times when I had no regard for God at all. Some of us maybe even cursed God and hated God and just were so angry with God, and yet he died, even though you were still ungodly. For scarcely will for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man some may even dare to die, but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. It is the good news that Jesus came to die for a, a world that was sinful and in rebellion against him, hated him, rejected him, turned their back on him, and he came and he died for us anyway. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.